Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Life Is with Neil and Veronica. Thank you, as always, for joining us, whether this is your first time or you've been here before. Uh, We're very grateful for you uh, joining this episode today, uh, where I would love for us to talk about Veronica. Life is removing perfect. So you are a recovering, uh, a self, uh, a self-announced recovering perfectionist um, that is uh, still on a journey. I think anybody who has felt that knows that sometimes it takes a long time if ever you can complete that journey. So I was um, thinking about this today and it actually came up in, in something that I listened to and that I've, and I've come across where perfectionism or trying to be uh, a perfectionist is actually a mask of being fearful, whether it's the fear of rejection or the fear of failure. So perfectionism is, is obviously not something that you can attain or something that you can be. Um, it's just sort of what we say or what we try and um, label ourselves as when we're afraid of something um, that we're doing. So I thought that was very, you know, profound thinking or a mindset change again, where, you know, we may think we want that, like, we're not going to complete that until it's perfect. Well, it's really not that is the problem. So, um, I mean, there's, I'm sure, lots of different things. And you even touched upon in previous episodes, you know, saying like, good enough, let's move on, right, for certain things where, um, you know, there's moments in time where you've just maybe tried to go down to the finest detail because that's how you like to make sure things are getting done. But really, it prevents you from from moving forward on certain things. So. So thank you to Michelle for teaching me about Jelmo. Okay, so if you need a jingle, jangle, whatever, to like take the first step in not trying to attain perfection, Jelmo was one of the first things that stuck in my mind. So thank you to Michelle for that. So Jelmo, G-E-L-M-O, good enough, let's move on. So you're, I feel like you're about to hear like <laughs> passionate Veronica with all the energy talking again about this specific topic because it has impacted my life so much. And now that I feel like I'm coming out on the other side of like no longer going for perfection, wow, like it's just been so freeing. So I mean, number one, if you are watching, I mean, I have to hold the phone with one hand because I, we don't have, you know, a whole setup, but I wanted to do like the X arms and like make faces and like, oh yeah, all sorts of stuff like that, because I don't even know where to start with this. The first thing is honestly, I feel like I want to challenge everyone listening by saying, think of something that you want to reach for perfection for whatever that is. And can you even define that? like legitimate pause there. That's not the internet crapping out. Yeah. I'm pausing to give you some time to think because do you even know what that is? I feel like often I was like, it's not, it's not good enough. Right. So it's kind of like the opposite of that. Okay. Good enough. Let's move on. Okay. It's not good enough. So I'm striving for some sort of perfection. What is that? And I've tried 
very um, intentionally to remove that P word. <laughs> okay, ready? Get out the life is garbage again. I keep saying to Neil, Neil, we need to get the suitcase and fill it up. We're throwing so many things into the garbage, but like, it's so cathartic. Like I feel like throw perfection in the garbage. I actually used to say this word all the time. I would say things all the time, like perfect, 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 perfect. And now our oldest says everything needs to be perfect. And I'm like, Ooh, (laughs) I didn't start that good enough. Let's move on soon enough, but it's never too late. So what does perfection look like? Because I would challenge you that there is no definition for that. They're probably like, it's very unattainable. And I feel like when you're striving for perfection, you're missing out on so much along the way. And you're missing out on the wins along the way when you're breaking down, you know, some of those tasks or goals or whatever that is. And it is about celebrating those small wins along the way. So, you know, it was funny, Neil and I are getting ready for this podcast and, uh, you know, we're talking about perfection and like, we can have like pretty like energetic conversations. And I'm like, okay, stop talking. Like we need to, you know, get on the podcast and start talking. And so for those of you that are watching, like check out this hair right now. And Neil's like, yeah, let's, let's go. And I'm like, that's right. Who effing cares? This is the thing. Now I am at that point in my life where I'm like, no. I'm not wasting time anymore, striving for some sort of ridiculous perfection. Um, because am I going to be truly satisfied even if I were to get there, wherever perfection is? So I will rewind to a story that I remember so vividly. And all of you, I'm sure, will be able to message me or tell me and give me some great friend advice. If you were in that moment, you would have been like, you need to stop doing that. So during the pandemic, right, we were all, um, I mean, everyone had different jobs and roles and and all sorts of things. However, you know, in the way that my job shifted for our situation, I had to like lock myself in our bedroom for extended hours um, and work on some PowerPoints. Okay, you probably see where this is going. So picture, you know, that PowerPoint slide. (laughs) And I'm laughing because I'm already like, ooh, I already get those feelings like, what color is this going to be? Like, what font am I going to use? Anyways, unimportant. Sometimes it's important, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to be life-changing. Okay, so (laughs) I spent a lot of time like aligning things. So you can just picture me clicking on something and literally moving it millimeters. And if I did that on, let's say we had 50 different slides, that takes a lot of time. So when we're talking about things, you know, in one of the podcasts about significance versus important. And, um, you know, if I were at that time to focus on what was significant instead of what I thought was important because do you think that first of all, is anybody even looking at that PowerPoint now? Probably not. When those people were looking at that PowerPoint, do you think anybody said, Oh, I really appreciate that. She spent eight hours. I'm being very like dramatic, but like eight hours aligning things 
so that it looked pretty. No, absolutely not. What a waste of my life that was. So if you string together that eight hours that I spent on that, and how about another eight hours on something else? And then another eight hours on something else. You know, often in the podcast, we're saying like, if you string together all of these lovely things, you get some, like it adds up and you get somewhere a lot further than you thought maybe you were going to get. Now in this episode where we are talking about striving for perfection and all of the time that we spend doing that, that's a lot of time. I could have been doing something else that was significant. Yeah. I think I'm also, you know, reflecting back on, you know, when we talked about the F word and failure and we had conversations between each other about, you know, report cards. And I think that's where for me anyways, the strive for perfection came from, right? Like trying to get a hundred percent because a hundred percent meant you were perfect and perfect was good. And perfect was what you wanted on a test or perfect was what you wanted. And it was never about how you felt you did. It was never about how you felt your effort was in the entire semester. It was never about how much effort you put in along the way. It was always about what was your mark on your test? What was your mark on the report card? Was that moment perfect or, you know, why wasn't it perfect? That's for me where a sense of perfection started. And I think it it, um, can be relatable to a lot of people when you talk about, you know, marks in school and grades. And I know that we've had this conversation about, you know, report cards and, you know, really having the conversation when they come through before we even let them see it now, because, you know, they don't get sent home with it. It gets loaded on the computer and we have to like print it and read it. So it's like, you know, we've now that there are all this is being, you know, letter graded, um, really trying to make a conscious effort before we even go over the poor card, just, you know, having a conversation about so how do you feel you've been doing lately? Like, like, like how, like, would you say like, you've like, have you tried, like, has it been easy? Has it been hard? Like, you know, just tell us like all these things about it, like your effort and, and, you know, like what your feedback has been, because really the, the mark is not as important as what you felt along the way. It's not completely reflective. And I think like, you know, if you're listening to this, I mean, give yourself permission to let go of all of those times that you spent trying to achieve perfection or whatever that is, right? So maybe it's a revelation like, wow, I have spent a lot of time, you know, trying to achieve perfection. And, you know, it's not to say in a really dramatic or necessary way that it was time wasted because, you know, at any given point, you're the effort, like whatever you're trying to do. Right. So like, let that go. Um, but it's that like, you can start taking steps right now to release that pressure because it's just, it can be so heavy and it can be because of various things like you mentioned, right. That whole, um, you know, report card and comparison, like 
there's certain things and structures that are set up in life that start to ingrain in us that that stuff is important or that stuff is significant when it's not right. Like, like I can probably rewind back to like when the teacher would hand us back all our marks and our test. And what's the first thing that a lot of people did? They looked around, they asked the person beside them, what did you get? What's your mark? Yeah. When like, what is the learning opportunity in that? That's a comparison thing again, right? How is that productive for anybody? So like, I remember doing that. I remember people asking me, right? There's a lot of those questions sometimes that's like, how'd you do? Right. What's the learning in that? And they say that, you know, comparison is the thief of joy and, and happiness, right? So if you felt like you did your best, if you felt like you've given all that you could in that moment up and leading up into that moment, right? Whatever your situation is, you know, we've talked about that too. Nobody knows what your situation is. Maybe you like, you just had an off day, whatever happened that morning threw you off, but you still know that you did your best, but you go and compare to what everybody, somebody else did. Well, all that happiness, all that joy of like, you know, what you got is thrown out the window because you've compared yourself to somebody else's journey moment or test. Yeah. So there's like a lot of structures in that, that are unfair. And, you know, in terms of like striving for perfection, I really feel like it's being really unkind and unfair to ourselves. Because again, like if you asked me, you know, Veronica, like you can, (laughs) like what were all of those times when you were striving for perfection, like, what were you really wanting out of that? What were you trying to achieve? And, you know, when you said that perfection is really like out of fear and stalling, um, and trying to measure up to a ruler that might not even be real. So a lot of times we can project what expectations are or can be, or maybe they are real. Maybe it is a ruler that's, you know, real for you and for your situation or how you perceive something. But gosh, like, you know, thinking about it, I honestly can't think of like an actual, an actual thing because the thing is, is that like, there's always change. We're always evolving. Um, you know, like we're always like, I, I am all about, I think now, like the continuous improvements in a sense, it's all about those little wins and like focusing on the progress actually. Okay. Here's a quote for you. And I'm pretty sure I have this engraved on a piece of jewelry somewhere, but I put down and I, you know, try to say this to myself often is progress over perfection. Because we will always say, Neil and I will always say to you that it's about the little steps. It's about like saying yes and taking whatever it is. You know, last time I can't remember like what I tried to say when I meant to say like dip your toe in the water. (laughs) But it's about taking those little steps because that is going to get you closer actually to your goal than, you know, trying to set this giant unrealistic expectation 
where you're almost setting yourself up for failure. And then that's just like, there's so much in that then of like, you know, trying to reach for perfection and then not even being kind enough to yourself for, to set something attainable that you can celebrate. Okay. Hold that thought because I have to get my charger and I'm going to cut this out later, but I don't want to stop the recording. And I don't want my phone to die. You know what? I think we're not even going to cut this out what? because I don't even think we're going to cut this out because cutting it out. I mean, if you're on camera and watching, you could see Neil running, <laughs> but like, let's not cut this out. Well, I won't cut all of it out, but I'm not going <laughs> to, but yes. So yeah, again, not perfect. My phone almost died and I would hate for this conversation to get cut off, but yeah, they, they, it, again, when you think about, you know, comparing yourself and, and this was one of my quotes is you don't want to compare chapter two or three to somebody else's chapter 20 because everyone's journey is different, right? So again, this applies here because when you're like, when you're comparing yourself and I would even say comparing yourself from your chapter three to chapter four is not fair either because what you would have decided to do or what your skill set would have been before is not fair to what your skill set is now. So really, you know, having a measurement of perfect is, is not even being fair to yourself because every step that you take that Veronica was just talking about puts you further along the line of being an even better person than you were before in whatever you're doing. So you, even that measurement of perfect that you're trying to give yourself that we've said you can't even define, well, it gets pushed along the way too. So, you know, you need to start to define what fulfillment is. You need to start to define what success is. And I really feel like you just need to define like your goals and achievements because that's what you're striving for. And whatever you do to get there mm -hmm. is all that matters. doesn't really matter again about being perfect at it. It's about progress. There is so much beauty in progress. There's so much to be celebrated in progress. Like there's just so much there. Cause all I think about when I was striving for perfection is that I was so laser focused on whatever. And again, I don't even know what that was. But I just knew that I was like working so hard in so many different facets to achieve whatever this is, this good enough. It was almost like good enough for who? Yeah. Like, I don't even know, but I was so laser focused on it that I missed everything else. I would miss everything else, like even in the daily, I would miss everything else within conversations because I was so laser focused on whatever striving for perfection is. So there's so much beauty in that progress. Yeah. And I'm just thinking now, like, you know, almost perfectionism, like we just talked about is a mask of fear. But I also feel that perfection, perfectionism is part of an external validation. It's part of, like you said, trying to, you know, say that you've done something or, you know, completed something perfectly so that others can say, wow, or others can, can validate what you've completed. Whereas if you're focused on progress, it is an internal successful fulfillment of whatever you're trying to achieve. 
And when you start to focus, and we've learned this along the way over the last little bit, when you focus on internal um, achievements versus external, it changes everything. And right? that's part of perfectionism, mm -hmm. right? Because there is no perfect, what we said all episode long. And when you focus on somebody else's, you know, view of perfect or like that you want to be perfect, again, you'll never achieve it and you'll never really be fulfilled in what you're doing. Well, I think it's also the reality is that like anything and everything can be improved. I think that's the, actually the beauty of it. And so let's take a minute, like Neil, is there anything ever thinking about it now that you can say that was perfect in my life? No. I can't because it's, 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 um, it's, it's, it's never either completed or it's never, you know, up to, yeah, you're correct. hundred percent, hundred percent correct. Nothing. I can never say anything's been perfect. I can say things have been, you know, absolutely like, you know, amazingly, you know, amazing to me. I can say a lot of different, you know, adjectives to describe certain situations or certain moments, certain achievements, but perfect would never be one to come to mind. And I think it's a, a word that mm -hmm. we use in reflex, right? That we've mentioned previously in this episode is we say it too quickly in not the right context. And again, words matter and it sets a false mindset of what you're trying to achieve. And once you start catching yourself saying it and, you know, we've talked about, or you've just mentioned it, when kids catch stuff like us saying that, they pick up on it and they begin to strive for that. Mm -hmm. And we need to switch that in them so that mm -hmm. early on they can learn that you don't have to strive for perfection because you can't get to it. You just have to keep progressing. Well, I think, um, you know, in all of our podcasts, I think it's something that we try to say is like, we got to start changing some of that narrative. And I think internally, like, again, this is me like talking off the cuff. I'm not, I'm no expert in anything other than myself. Um, and I think, you know, we, that's something we need to give ourselves permission for. Maybe that's another podcast. You're your own expert. Um, but I think we're internally wired just to see fault. And, you know, part of that also is how many of you out there are super uncomfortable getting a compliment? Why is that? How did that happen? So even when someone else actually on the flip side of that says like, that is amazing. I mean, maybe they're not saying perfect, but like they're giving you that external validation or whatever that is. How many times have we then looked at whatever that is and we're like, yeah, well, you know, I, I could have improved X, Y, Z. So again, not perfect. This entire episode, I've been thinking in the back of my mind, I'm like, is there anything that I could have said that I achieved perfection on? And you better believe there's not one thing that comes to mind that I achieved perfection on. Yeah. Okay. Making a really frothy latte. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you can look at something and say like, that was the best I've ever done. Right. But again, like, you know, using that word, 
um, probably isn't the best choice when you're trying to um, get yourself to, to constantly, consistently progress in a forward direction. Um, and I think that it's just something that, you know, we've talked about for years together, you know, having kids makes you really realize that you don't want them to think that they need to be perfect, that they need to strive for perfection. But yet we've for so long had that mindset of needing to be perfect. And again, external validation, fear of failure, fear of rejection, all play in factor to us thinking that way. And so, yeah, when you really sit and think about it, like, you know, we're obviously sitting and thinking about it in this moment. And I'm sure you would say, like, I would challenge you to also think about this to anybody listening. I bet anybody here listening now would have a hard time coming up with a time that they felt 100% or perfect. That's something that they did. And you're right. Like, it is absolutely, for me anyways... <laughs> awkward to receive compliments, awkward to receive praise and something that I've had to work on because it just isn't natural to me to be like accepting of people's, you know, praise and, and, and what they think of what I've done or what I've said, but it is true. Like it has to do with us trying to be perfect. And I think that it's, again, shifting towards the progression. You know, what's so interesting too. So if we go back to the grades that you were talking about, so even when our oldest, I think she was in a younger grade, I can't remember what it was. Okay. And often um, there are times when grades or ratings are given and it's very subjective. And, you know, some feedback that we've gotten at some point is, well, she can't, she can't get a five out of five because there's no such thing as perfect. And so thinking about that, it's like, then why do we have that scale? Why do we have those grades? If you're actually telling her she will never get there, that is not even a possibility so we're already ingraining, like, no matter how hard you try, like this, this teacher actually said this out loud, right? Thankfully it was to us, but like literally said, she didn't get that mark because you can't. And it was kind of like, what? But then you know what? There was some acceptance. Yeah, like there was some acceptance that came with that though, because, you know, I feel like that is that narrative. There is that dialogue like, oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Right. Nobody can get perfection. So yeah, that totally makes sense. Like what? Yeah. Having marks and grades and, and again, like we're, you know, in the middle of our careers at this point in our lives. I couldn't even tell you what I had for a mark graduating out of college or university. 
and yet we're held to certain standards we're held to certain levels and yes you know do you have to achieve certain knowledge absolutely right like that's that's part of you know your progression but you know when when you think about it and and i'm at the stage now of thinking when our kids get to certain levels of education it's like you know all we want is for you to try your best all we want for you to give is a best effort every day and be consistent with what you're doing and if you do that you will achieve whatever you want and the marks will just you know they will they will come as they are but yeah like i couldn't tell you any single number mark that i got in university or college and it's like but yet again we are so ingrained in the education system to what is that number and it's just it's a weird thing to think about and and i don't have a solution as to is there anything better maybe but i i mean i don't have the answer here but it could be something that is discussed by people that you know have more educational background but yeah i know for me like i said earlier that's 100 percent where my i guess perfection thoughts came from and i'm just hoping that we can avoid that, <laughs> avoid that with our our family in a sense right because i don't want them to feel that sense of mm-hmm. perfection in what they do um and really just progress to be the best person that they want to be and we mm-hmm. talked about that too right is we don't want our kids to be a better version of us we want them to be the best version of who they want to be. It's a solid message for everyone to hear, right? You're your own ruler. You just need to be the best, the best version of you. And I think it just like part of that, you know, conversation or discussion or point that you just made also is there's going to be so many factors in life that we just can't control. Right? There's always going to be actually those rulers that are put up for us or those measures that are put up for us that challenge us in terms of like trying to attain whatever that might be. And I think often it's just, you know, being cognizant of it, um, being aware and then realizing like, what can you do to, you know, either counterbalance or, um, to kind of really nurture a different side, a different perspective, a different viewpoint of whatever that may be. So, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not going to be attainable for us to say, you cannot give our kids grades, (laughs) right? Like that's just the system. Um, You know, can we, you know, voice that and have conversations and try to push change or whatever that might look like? Yeah, sure. Of course. But I think it's really important, as you mentioned, to also, you know, do what we can so that we can provide that narrative and ingrain that in them to counterbalance or, you know, counteract or whatever that perspective so that let's say they go through that scenario of here's your marks, here's your tests back. Okay. Everybody's comparing themselves. Well, you know, if you build up sometimes a strong enough foundation, it's going to counteract some of that. And 
you know, some of that perspective is going to be able to change in a sense. So I think that that's a really important message too, in terms of like, what can you control? So when you're striving for perfection, right, if you're being more mindful of it, what is it that you're actually wanting? What is it actually that you are going for? What of that is going to be meaningful and significant to you that you can focus on? And then what does that mean? And how can you celebrate those wins along the way too? Yeah. Um, You know, you always end this off with a great message every time. And I love your thoughtful wisdom that always flows from your energy and it flows from your heart. Um, And it always uh, allows me the time to, you know, think like, yes, that is exactly the message we want to deliver throughout this entire episode where we're talking about life is removing perfect. And thank you to those for listening to this imperfect episode that we just so happened to go through together. Um, and um, <laughs> we really look forward to um, some more great episodes next week. Um, and if you're joining us for, oh, is there a final thought, Veronica, that you had? Okay. So before we end this episode, I have a final thought. Can I? Yeah. Okay. Number one, I love you so much (laughs) because it just made me reflect on my own journey. And we say this often is you need to find your cheerleaders. You need to find that support system. You need to find those people that are going to be there for you and find those people that are going to embrace the progress. Okay. I'm not even going to say imperfection because it implies that it's something less than. So find the people that are going to embrace the progress and the journey and the small wins with you. Love it. And if you can't be with you for you until it can be with you. I love it. Um, always great, great thoughts, whether it's last minute or throughout Um, but thank you to those uh, for completing this imperfect episode with us and we look forward to sharing more stories of our life and our thoughts uh, next uh, time that you join us and again as always your support your um, follows subscribes comments anything that you've done for us Um, We are so very grateful and uh, we look forward to you joining us again next time when we speak about our life and our thoughts. Have a great day, everybody. 